your stories, my videos. Let's make it happen. Go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit or check the links in the description below. I'll begin by stating that this happened almost two years ago, but I still can't explain it. One evening, my partner and I were casually sat on the sofa, talking and watching some crap TV show. After some cuddling, we were in the mood, so decided to move things to the bedroom. After we'd finished the deed... She asked if I'd like something to eat, to which I replied, Yeah, grab me a packet of crisps, please. And then she walked off. I sat up to grab my clothes when I felt an odd sensation of both deja vu and heightened anxiety for no apparent reason. I shrugged it off, got up, made a cup of tea, and then sat on the sofa again. The next thing I remember is waking up. It was broad daylight out, and I could hear people slash kids out on the road, along with traffic going by, but I was still in my t-shirt and jeans from the night before. I looked at my bedside clock, but it had stopped at 2.44am, despite having a new battery put in it roughly three weeks prior. I remembered that I had a Fitbit on my wrist, but... Upon pressing the little sensor, I realized the battery was completely dead. Not even the battery icon flashed up. It was totally flat. As I sat up, my partner woke up and stretched before saying good morning. She was also in her clothes. I noticed that my head felt extremely fuzzy, and it felt like I was lagging compared to the world around me. She noticed that I looked confused and asked what was wrong, to which I asked, Uh, do you remember actually going to bed last night? I'm kind of panicking because I don't. As I finished my sentence, she bolted up and went to check on her phone for the time while also visibly concerned. She couldn't find it, so I told her to check the living room. As I walked in, I realized that not only were the lamps still on, but the TV was also on and my partner's phone was on the arm of the sofa. She would always put it there when she wasn't using it. However, it was odd that she would have left it out there since she always brings it into the bedroom with her in case she gets an important phone call during the night. I took her phone with me to give it to her, but as I walked through the bedroom door... She said, I'm worried. I can't remember either. I'm trying to think, but the last thing I remember is us drinking our tea while sat on the sofa, talking about something on TV. I told her about the living room lights still being turned on, as well as the TV, which alarmed her even more. She got up from the bed and walked to the front door, so I asked what she was doing, and she says... Why is the door unlocked? This was another oddity. We hadn't been out that day, and I very clearly remember locking the front door the day before when we had gotten home from shopping. Plus, our town is pretty nasty, so 
were big on keeping the doors and windows locked at night. She went to check her phone, but that was also completely drained, so we went into the living room and looked at my PC clock, which said the time was 9.17am. So, there were nine hours that neither of us could account for. We racked our brain for days, but neither of us could come up with any kind of rational explanation. Neither of us were overly tired, no history of memory problems. We even started to think that maybe someone got into our flat and put something in the tea we drank before waking up, but that makes absolutely zero sense. Nothing was robbed, everything was exactly how we had put it the night before, but it was like we had decided to just head to bed without turning anything off. The most logical thing I could think of it was a possible gas leak, but I still don't think that was it. We had a gas inspection no more than six weeks before this happened, and everything checked out. Plus, we have three detectors in different rooms, the kitchen, the bedroom, and the living room, but none of them went off. Fast forward about eight days, and we were in the middle of a mild heat wave, so I was sat with no top on. I got up to grab something when my partner asked what I had sat in. I wiped off my butt, but she said, No, come here, it's on your back. She grabbed a wet wipe, but quickly realized that the marks were on slash in my skin. They were really tiny squares on the lower lumbar of my back. Just a small patch of roughly an inch or so. They were reddish brown and resembled bruising or a half-healed burn. I hadn't sat anywhere new in days due to not going out anywhere, and nothing in our flat had left the imprint on my back. We checked everything from leaning against walls and appliances to the mattress and the springs, but we couldn't come up with anything. I'm not saying the markings are related to the blackout of memory, but it's just, uh, extremely strange and coincidental. Anyways, that's my weird story update for those interested so I took the photo of the markings on my back on my old phone which has sat in the bedroom drawer for well over a year now upon turning it on I found that every file on the SD card in the device was corrupt and has somehow managed to corrupt all of my other photos I have no idea how this happened but I have a feeling it may have been dropped when we were moving as you can imagine I'm pretty pissed off with this for many reasons. I've lost a lot of family photos that hadn't been backed up, as well as the photograph of the marks. I'm going to try to recover anything that I can, but honestly, I'm not hopeful that it will be possible. Let me start off by saying, I was reluctant to believe in the whole glitch thing, but I've had some really big glitches that may have made me accept the concept as possible. However, in my need to have some sanity, I can in some way dismiss them, because they were things that had some level of unsurety. Like, maybe I was misremembering or just didn't notice something, etc. But this one, 
was a little different. I went to a convenience store on my break at work to get my usual energy drinks. I'm a creature of habit. The same kind every time, I only change if they're out of stock or have a new one that I haven't tried. So, I went to the refrigerated case and reached to grab two of the big ones that I always get, and then I paused, because I saw they had a new watermelon one. Awesome, I thought. I love watermelon. I picked up the can to read the label because I'm extremely allergic to most artificial sweeteners. I always check the labels of the new ones, and as I read it, I made a joke about the can being red and green. Very ironically festive colors. It was just after Christmas. I put the can directly under my arm and grabbed two of my regular ones, the big white cans, one in each hand, and then I walked directly to the register. I was second in line, but I was also the last. The guy in front of me paid and then walked away. I walked up, put the two white cans I had in my hands down first, and then took the one out from under my arm and put it on the counter, and was shocked to the point of saying, what the hell, so loudly, that I startled the cashier. It wasn't the same can. It wasn't even the watermelon one. It wasn't the new red and green sugar-free one. It was a black and blue low-carb one. Not even close. Not remotely close. Not only that the can was dirty and dented, it wasn't even cold. Sure, it was under my arm, but it was less than two or three minutes. Not enough time to make it not remotely cold. The cashier asked what was the matter. He saw the dirty, dented can and said, Oh, it's okay. I'll wait if you want to get one that's not damaged. I said... Um, no, that's okay. I'll just get these. I know exactly what I had. I never put the watermelon one down. It went directly under my arm. I read the damn label, examined the can. The colors are so drastically different anyways. Totally different flavors. And I hate the low-carb one. It's literally the only flavor that I dislike. Not only that... It was dirty and dented. I never would have gotten it, even if it was one I loved and was the last one in the store. Besides, how was it not cold? The one I put under my arm, the watermelon one, was noticeably cold when I read it. I tried to debunk this, but I can't. I never put it down. I couldn't have mixed it up with my other flavors because... They're white cans and the large size. This was black and blue and a small can. It was tightly held under my arm and no one got within six feet of me, social distancing and whatnot. I knew it was something bizarre, so I sat in the parking lot. I tried to post it to Facebook three times so that I would have a record of date, time, etc. But my phone kept crashing. I said, okay, refuse to forget or dismiss this. I'm not giving up. So I did a video log instead on the way back to work so that the event was fresh and accurate. The other weird thing is that I felt it starting to slip away from my memory, like it was being erased. 
I would think that I need to share this with so-and-so and then go to tell them and forget what I wanted to tell them. After several times of this happening, I got pissed off. It felt like it was seriously being deleted. The anger triggered adrenaline, and it all came back in full, and thanks to my video that I had done moments after, I knew that I wasn't misremembering. I'll now have no issue remembering it because I told it to everyone and anyone, regardless of my fear of sounding crazy. And yes, I did actually have the watermelon flavor that was new. I went back the day after work to try to buy it again, and I was successful that time. Oddly enough, they didn't have any of the low-carb ones at all. So, I think this stuff happens all the time to people, and they just let the Matrix or Universe auto-update their memories or something. Well, I have my auto-update shut off. This happened my junior year of high school, which was two years ago. To give a little bit of background, my school day went from 8am to 3pm, with five class periods in one day. After school, I drove to the middle school to coach girls volleyball. I was an assistant coach. I always set my alarm for the same time to keep a routine. I was also the person that would not go to school without being in nice-looking clothing, so I never wore pajamas or anything. I TA'd my first period for my calculus teacher and never really did anything besides play on my phone. One day, I... I guess you would call it... woke up in the bathroom right down the hall from my first period class at school. I was just standing in front of the mirror, looking at myself. I went to get my phone out of my jeans, and noticed I was wearing my fluffy pair of pajama pants and a cami shirt, which definitely would have broken dress code. I couldn't find my phone anywhere. I panicked a little, because I remembered waking up, taking a shower, taking my medicine, I have to take it around a certain time or it makes me feel bad, and putting on jeans and a long sleeve shirt. It was the most unnatural thing for me. I was really confused, so I got out of there and started going back to my first period class. None of the classroom lights around me were on, and I really started freaking out. I just kept hoping I was having a weird dream. I got to my class, and my bag and phone were sitting on the TA desk. I checked my phone, and it was a little past 4.30. I looked and looked to find my keys, but I couldn't find them anywhere. I called my mom to ask her to come pick me up because my keys were gone and she was confused because she thought I was already home because my car was in the driveway. She said she thought I'd gone to my room to sleep or something, so she came and got me and sure enough, my car was parked in the driveway, my keys on the counter. I had literally no idea what happened. 
I looked at the online gradebook and it said I was there in all of my classes. I asked some of my friends what happened. Everyone I asked said they hadn't seen me since first period. I literally got so freaked out that I went to my guidance counselor, who got access to look at the security camera footage and looked through it with me. I was on the footage at the time and places that I should have been, just to get to my classes on time. So, I was on camera there, but nobody remembered me being there. The really weird thing was, I stopped being in the footage around fourth period wearing my jeans and a long sleeve shirt, and I had my backpack on. Then, the next time I was on it, I came out of the bathroom after school, which was on a completely different floor. I've never had anything like this, and it worried my mom, so she took me to a physician and they ran some tests, but nothing is wrong with me. It's never happened again. I don't drink, do any kind of drugs... I have depression and anxiety, which was discussed with my physician and therapist, but they don't believe that those would have done that. They had me fill out questionnaires to evaluate my mental state and give me a possible new diagnosis, but I came back as fine. I'm on antidepressants, so I function pretty normally. It was the most bizarre thing that has ever happened to me. There's no logical explanation that actually ends up working, and it's just so weird. This happened approximately two years ago. I live alone while my husband works offshore, and I have a dog named Jin who keeps me company at night. It was around 11 p.m. that day, and I had ordered food in after getting back from work. I rarely order in, so I wanted a special night for myself. As always, I decided to shower before eating. Jin was in the room, and he always sleeps by the bathroom door when I shower. So once I got inside the bathroom, I remembered the food that was on the table which was easily accessible to Jin. I decided to send him outside the room until I finished eating, because he cannot be trusted with food packets. When we order food in, we don't let Jin in the room because he totally goes crazy over the smell of chicken and meat and starts barking unless we keep feeding him. This spoils the movie and food experience for us, and is the main reason I had decided to send him out in the first place. So, I stepped out of the bathroom and sent him out of the room. I live in a duplex with my in-laws. My room is not accessible from inside the house. It's a big room that has only one door to come in and go out. That door opens into the street with two feet of a gap. The compound wall is too low and anyone can climb inside, so I'm always extra careful. After I sent the dog out, I locked the doors completely. They're old double doors and can be kicked down easily. I live in a sketchy area, and you can't be too careful in India. So, I turned the key twice, locked the two deadbolts, and placed the key on the table. 
after I got back from the shower, I sat on the bed and played the movie and started eating. After some time, I heard a slight thud from under the bed. I didn't give it much thought. It's unusually quiet outside because when I send him out, Jin smells the food and keeps scratching at the door for some time. But there was nothing. Then I hear more shuffling under the bed and again felt a thud, like something was trying to get comfortable, and my heart stops. I look under the bed, and there is Jin, staring back at me. I froze. I didn't know what to think or do. How did he get in, and why was he so quiet today? Any other day, he would be sitting in front of me, drooling and barking. No such thing today. He's just quiet. He lies back down, and I go outside to double-check because I was a thousand percent sure that I had sent him outside and locked the door. I immediately called my husband because I was freaking out. We were both trying to come up with any explanation for this freak incident. So what could have caused this? This unmistakable glitch and sudden change in my dog's behavior? I work at an Amazon warehouse, and I constantly will have to scan or count products that I either think about or look up to order. There have been many times I was breaking down at work and the product I scanned helped me interrupt invasive thought cycles. One time, I was freaking out, sobbing at my station while scanning products, and the screen shows a book called Breathe. My dad always used to remind me to breathe whenever I would have a panic attack or break down, and I can't remember exactly what thought went through my head, but I was just crying out to God, feeling desperate. I put the item in the tote and took some deep breaths. A couple examples of the foresight are... One day, I scanned a movie called Speed, and I thought to myself, Oh... I wonder if that was the movie that my friend showed me. And I read the description on the back. It wasn't the movie I had watched with my friend, so then I kept wondering what the title of the movie was called. Hence, I thought about messaging my friend on my break to ask him, but then I ended up scanning the exact movie. It was Crash. Another time... I started thinking about an interaction I had had with my previous roommate and friend of about 10 years, their mom's boyfriend, and about how she said he would be really annoying while she was staying with them after we had a fire in our apartment. His name is Bernie. Not even a minute after I started thinking about him, I scan a movie called Bernie and the Dolphins, or something like that. On Saturday, the last day that I worked, I had to scan these miniature paper baking cups. At first, I thought they were supposed to be like muffin or cupcake cups and thought, how the heck do you use these? So, I looked at the product description on the screen again and saw that it had said candies. I squinted at the screen and pointed to it, saying no. Then... The next pod to come to my station had the word 
no written on it in Sharpie. I took a picture of it before picking the product I needed. I'm not sure if I can post the picture in a comment, but it was the strangest occurrence. My mouth was wide open in shock for quite a few minutes. I'd never seen writing on the pods before that day either. And I've been working there for ten months. That was this week's Glitch in the Matrix collection. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. If you do, I think... Or, sorry, if you did, I think you know what to do, is what I meant to say there. I was getting my words mixed up and confused again, like I seem to do frequently anyways. If you did, I think you know what to do. That is, hit that subscribe button, the bell icon next to it if you're not already subscribed. You can also hit that thumbs up button to let me know you enjoyed the video and leave me a comment letting me know you're more exaggerated and elaborate thoughts. In fact, in the comments you can leave me your thoughts on the word of the week whenever we get there here in just a moment. Last week's word of the week was incogitant, and you all had some fantastic uses, all four of you this week. First up, we have 242 reads. I just wanted to say you're awesome. Well, thank you, you're awesome as well. It was a rainy day and my incogitant mind forgot my umbrella, now, you think that would just be the end, my day ruined, but no, worse of all, my incogitant boyfriend refused to pick me up that day too. Uh, don't worry, I remembered the umbrella as I dug his grave. Very quick, dark turn, quite a fun story, I liked it, thank you 242, very much appreciated. Next up we have Fearsome Hero. Sometimes I forget to watch your videos, it's nothing personal, I'm just often incogitant. Note that she used two members-only emoji in that. Fearsome, I would never hold it against you if you didn't watch my videos. Just so you know. I appreciate it. Do not consider yourself incogitant. You are an awesome person. Never forget it. Next up, rainy days. I once had a neighbor I had many problems with. He always blasted movies with surround sound late into the night, let his grass grow several feet tall before someone else cut it, and was overall a very unkempt guy. One day, I reached my breaking point. I wrote a note that said, I would appreciate it if you would clean your property which overlaps mine, and let me get some sleep at night without hearing your damn action movies. You are the most incogitant person I know. Thanks. I left it in his mailbox right before I knew he would come, and sit out on the porch for a smoke. A few minutes later, I peered out the window and saw him come outside. He spotted the note, unfolded it, and then stared at it with a mix of confusion and agitation on his face. He crumpled it up and threw it in my yard. All I could do as I opened my door to retrieve it was laugh at the priceless expression he made at being called a word he doesn't know the meaning of. Side note, thanks for teaching me a new word. You're very welcome. That's the point. I love these word of the weeks because, uh, yeah gets to help you guys learn new words. I learn new words, too, so it's cool. And then last but not least, Annie, Red, DJ. Great choices and narrations as usual. Thank you. One thing about you is you're never incogitant. I hope to never, ever be incogitant. So thank you for that, Annie. This week, we have a very interesting word that I pulled from dictionary.com, actually, this time. The word this week is longanimity. Longanimity means patient endurance of hardship. 
injuries or offense, forbearance. So basically being able to endure hardship patiently. Longanimity is a fantastic word that I should use in something. Story, conversation, messages on Discord, I don't even know. Anyways, I hope you all have a beautiful day and I hope I'll see you in the next video. But, my lovely friends, until then, sleep well.